welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons and Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 72 of Guns and Yellow Ribbons. I'm your host, Fergus. I'm joined by Mike, Manny, and Trevor. Tonight we're going to talk things Arsenal. Uh, there's not much to talk about on the football front as we've been on international duty. But we've got lots of other topics including looking at April's fixtures, what's happening with the director of football role, coaching versus manage- managing, the Dubai match and much, much more. Enjoy the show. Hello, good evening. Welcome again. Uh, number 72. Blimey, where did that go? Uh, there's not a lot been going on with football, um, with the international break, fucking boring. Uh, we had FA Cups, or we had a game postponed last weekend, and we have got no football this weekend. We're on Monday night, but we'll talk about that. As I said to you in the intro, I am joined by um, Trev, who's still on um, in Blighty for now. Um, Scunny and Manny. Boys, how are we doing? Doing good. Can't complain. Okay. Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Nearly ready to go. Mm. And Scunny, yourself? You're all yeah, right? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in how Manny is doing because Manny was nearly <laughs> 30. Nearly 30 this weekend. How the hell does that work? You either 30 or you're not. Well, you're you're in your thirtieth year now. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Well, I get, you... yeah, well technically, technically, <laughs> yes, I'm right. Yes, I know. Technically. Thank you. I accept the apology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah. is no apology, but whatever. <laughs> no, you said I'm get right. Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. Uh, what your hangover gone yet? Yeah, man. The hangover went. Um, when did it disappear? Went, like Sunday evening. Go into Monday. So forty-eight hours later, <laughs> mate, it was it was terrible. It was it was terrible. So um, my birthday was Friday. I got dragged out of my house by my friends. It was either I come out or they physically, you know, dragged me out the house. So um, too many rums, way too many rums. Um, just down the road from my house. Um, road beers, as we call them. So we went into an off license and just bought a load of beers and just drank until. Two three in the morning, um, when I got home and I don't remember any of this. All right, I, I got home and I put on my head what I thought was my sleeping rag, but when I woke up in the morning, not I had, Steve sock. No, no socks were involved in this. Right, I woke up in the morning. And I don't remember any of this, and there was a video on my phone of me taking a shot of Appleton. Right, and what I thought was my rag on my head was a pair of my boxes. I don't know how they got there. <laughs> I don't know where I left them, but they ended, up, they ended up on my head, and I was like, "What in the fuck did I record this?" Like a lot of the this weekend is a blur. You haven't you haven't vlogged that, have you? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I didn't. But I do I do have the video still uh, because it's hilarious. But that's for, all I for have. the for the benefit of for the benefit of guns guns and yellow ribbons listeners. Obviously, you will post that in the comments. No, off. I <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. There is no way I'm posting that, man, because it was the biggest mistake I could have made. Apart from all the the rum that I drank and all the other stuff that we drank while we were, you know, making so much noise and late and at two in the morning. This one was really embarrassing because the shot almost 
floored me. It was terrible. Um, but no, it was a great weekend. Where were you, in the birdcage? Or... No, so we went to the Coach and Horses, which is literally on the high road. Yeah. Um, nicely refurbished, and there was like, you know, jazzy New Orleans type of music. Well, it's all we... spinning out from Walthamstow Village sort of yeah, stuff, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah no, it was, it was a great night. It was a great night. I just regret taking so many shots of rum and forgetting that I don't drink like that anymore. I don't even do shots, but there you go. Influences and all that. Well, I have got a, a malt whiskey because I am still st- absolutely suffering with this sore throat and lurgy shit from um, last week. It's 10 days now. And um, I was out with my brothers last night because uh, it was Dermot's uh, birthday. It's, it's, it's his birthday today, so happy birthday, Dermot. Um, but we met up and uh, uh, myself, Dermot and Rory, we met up and had a, a couple of beers. And he was gifted a bottle of Glenfiddich. And he doesn't do whiskey. And he said, do you know if you could find a home for this? I said, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Oh, of course you will. So I've cracked one open. and uh, mm-hmm. it It is numbing it, but I'm sure it will hurt later. I love how you're trying to justify having a whiskey with a sore throat. I don't mm. need to justify it, Mike. No, you don't. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I love how you're trying to justify it. I've got a sore throat. I need a whiskey. Oh, shit. Actually, I've left the bottle downstairs. It's probably just as good for the benefit uh, the benefit of the editing for myself and you as the <laughs> listeners. It's probably just as well I've left the bottle downstairs. Um, we had uh, Max on, on his G2G. Uh, did you guys listen to it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what did you make? Of did. It was good. Did you lear- learn anything new, Trev? Um. Not really. It was uh, it was interesting to. I, I wrote a few notes on what Max said, you know, and I can't remember. I put them there. I learned that Max has got no taste in rugby because rugby league is nowhere the same as rugby union. I, I knew uh, the rugby thing would get you. Yeah, but that uh, upset me. But, rugby league is terrible. It's like, do you remember British Bulldog that used to play at school? It's like that <laughs> with a ball, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we had different games, but the, we won't go into those in Ireland. So. Yeah, so it was it was good. It was interesting. It was good to do. Um, I believe one of our panelists has already um, generated some questions, and, and, and for for me, at the end of the season, um, my one gets done. It might be recorded before the end of the season, but it will go out at the end of the season. And some of the questions are thought provoking, to say the least. So, it'd be interesting. So, and we've got to do Johnny from the North Bank beforehand. So, Johnny, we're coming for you. So, listen, um, lack of football. Uh, it's the international break. Um, but also a lack of Arsenal players on international duty. There wasn't many Arsenal players, well, of the senior team at least. I, I know in some of the unders that there was uh, plenty of Arsenal players. And Reese Nelson uh, done some wonders on a, an assist for, what was he in, the under-21s or under-23s? On the 21s, bro. On the 21s. Mm-hmm. And at Rambo, oh, he was injured. He didn't appear for Wales. Is he doing a, is he doing a gigs? I hope not. Yeah, I could really be. hope not. Could be. It was interesting to see. Gigs. How many times did Giggs be injured when, he, when Wales were playing? Because Wales were never going to do anything. <laughs> no, I don't think he's faking. This Aaron Ramsey. You know, he's, he's, he always picks up niggles here and there. 
come on, he he has done you know his whole time that he's been with us, so it's it's not a surprise really. If he has pulled the gigs, more power to you because we're gonna need the bodies. You know, well, that, 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 that's yeah. that's where I thought, and and that's where I was coming from. Was he doing it so that he could hopefully get Arsenal into the top four? Hopefully, get us maybe Europa League, either or, and we'll discuss on which people want more. Um, but well, you see, sorry, Fergus. Go on. You see, boys, I, I I tend to to side with Ramsey on this a little bit because it was a it wasn't a friendly, was it? It was a competitive match. And they tend to have these phantom injuries when it's like a, an international friendly, don't they? That, that, going back to the gigs thing there, I, I, bet he, I bet he was injured for more international friendlies than he actually played in. But bring the competitive games around and they, they tend to be all right, you know? Well, that's no, my no, view I, anyway. I, I, I get that. And, and I think you're probably right. And Ramsey is quite competitive. But I'm just wondering... How many of because they, they played two games? And I know one was a qualifier, one was a friendly. I think. And yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's Welsh. I don't do Welsh. Um, and the um, I just think he wants to make sure he leaves Arsenal on the high, and make sure he doesn't fucking injure himself before he goes to Juventus. Mm, I think you're giving him way too much credit there. Listen, I wouldn't have before, uh, but seeing how when January he announced he's leaving and, and and so on and so forth, and we've all of us on here at various times have been critical of him, um, and whether he was good enough and everything else. But uh, correct me: is any one of us four thinking he hasn't been an? Utter professional, um, and and uh, you know, uh, if if it was me, it was how I would like to do if I was leaving a job, leave on a high. Yeah, do, do you know what, Fergus? From my perspective, I would actually go the opposite way. I would actually say I think that since it was announced from watching the games where I am, Ramsey's performances might have even upped a little bit. You know, it just seems he's putting in a bit more of an effort from from where I'm sitting. But that—that's my point, Trev. He—he's he, trying to leave in a high. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to say, "Look, this is who I am." One, prove to Juventus, you—I'm worth four hundred grand a week. And two, to say to Arsenal, you know, I—it could be two ways to look at Arsenal. It could be go Arsenal, fuck you. This is what you lost. But I think I don't think he's—he's he's doing that. I think he's gone. No, I, I love and respect Arsenal, and you know, they, they served me well over the last ten, eleven years. I'm going to give it my all to make sure we can get them as far as they can. Oh, rubbish. Rubbish. Like, I, I almost threw up in my mouth listening to that. I think it's all about, you know, it's it's all about self. It's like, you know what, I've got my money now. I've got my contract. Now I'm going to perform. Where the hell has this Ramsey been for the last few years? You, you are know? a bitter, twisted fucker, aren't you? Hey, I'm like I have to. Somebody here has to has to do this, right? Because this all all oh, he's putting in the effort. Blah blah blah. Please, where the hell has that been? You know, nah. It's because he secured his big money move now, and he's happy, and he's gonna go to Italy where he will win Serie A because Juventus win it every year, and he will play with Ronaldo. Now that he has secured his move, now he wants to perform because it suits him, not because it suits Arsenal. Come on, don't get the two twisted. So, so Manny, if if he's already secured his big money move to 
to Juve, and mm-hmm. that money's in the bank. The signature's signed. It's a mm-hmm. done deal, 100% done deal. Down tools. Why isn't he down tools? He took the words out of my mouth, Fergus. Why isn't he down tools? Because, again, when he goes to Juventus, right, he is not guaranteed to be a starter, right? If you look at that Juventus midfield, they've got some solid players there. Ramsey's not guaranteed to start. So it's going to go two ways. One, it suits him because it's like, Allegri, look. Look at what I can do. Look at how I can perform. And two, it's like, well, this is all about me. I'm going to show you guys what you missed. And now I'm going to put the effort in. But in the beginning of the season, you know, when the contract talk was 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 dead and, and things like that, and the, the move to Juventus wasn't secured, he wasn't putting in that sort of effort. Go back and watch the games from earlier in the season and then and ask yourself why he was dropped in the first place because he was shocking. But now that Go he's gone to Juventus... And look at the last... The, the, the three FA Cup finals where he's scored I don't two care. goals. I don't care. I don't care. We're not talking about the three would the you, FA would, Cup would goals. You, would We're you talking about na- this season. Would you right? rip his name down off the, 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 the round the stadium and you got Ramsey on there? Would Is he a legend for Arsenal? No, he's a cult hero. I've wrote, like, we've spoken about this countless times. Uh, I know, but I'm asking a, now. He's a cult hero. And I'm not going to take that away from him because of, of what he's done. But legend, no way. No way. In Mike, you've been quiet. Come on. I'm just listening in. No, I, I actually agree with Manny. He's, he's not a legend. Is it? I'll agree. He's a cult hero. And I'm, I'm going to back up Manny on this. No, you I said was, cult was, hero. He said a cult hero. That's a cult hero. Okay, I misheard, sorry. <laughs> oh, my days. My when new fucking he... high-tech studio. You interrupted me for that shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, so he's, no. he's a cult hero. A legend. Yeah, he isn't a legend. He's a definitely, I'll agree, he's a cult hero. He's nowhere near a legend. Um, what I was going to say was, I was I was the same before Manny said as well about, um, I was frothing at the mouth. I was thinking, fuck off, Ramsey's doing it for Ramsey himself. He's not doing it for anyone else. And I agree, earlier on in the season, he wasn't living up to that new contract that apparently we offered and then pulled away. He wasn't living up to that for me, early on in the season, before January. Mm. I'm sorry, he wasn't. But after that, I'll give him some I'll give him some due. He's played immensely, he's played brilliantly. But I just can't get it out of my head that Ramsey is doing it for Ramsey and nobody else. But do you not think all the other players are doing... Do you know many players that really give a shit? Um, there is one player, uh, which is my fucking player, um, oh God, here we who is oh, who will no, be now is. our longest-serving player because I think he's been there for eight, <sighs> nine years. Carl Jenkinson, he actually gives a fuck. Oh, will you just stop? It's not going to happen. I, I'm just going to. I'm just going to tell you now. It, it's not going to happen. Okay, so just let it go. Yes, he does give a fuck because he's an Arsenal boy. I'll give you that, but it's just not going to happen for him. Deep down, you know it, and you need to say every time we're on talking about players. Always, Carl Jenkinson always turns up, doesn't he? Every time, every he time. can't help himself. <laughs> and, Goal and when an assist yesterday, boys. Goal uh, yeah. and an assist yesterday. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we got that game coming up. We got that game coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. So you know, um, and 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 what about the ones that get away? Like who? Mm, Sarge Gnabry. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't even get me started on that. Oh, here we go, boys. Off you oh, go. The floor God. is open. No. Trevor, Trevor, I'll get the voice of reason from you afterwards. Yeah, I'll no, just listen in, then I'll put no, these no, boys no. firmly in there. No, 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 Trev. no. Trev, you go first. You go first this time. Absolutely not. Fergus is our leader, and he wants you boys to go. Right, come on. 
boys <laughs> go first and then no, I Trevor wanted, no, no, can no, 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 no. I want Don't to, fuck I want to my hear, edit up. Right. I want to hear okay. from Trev first. Okay, I'll I'll start the conversation. Right, I'll bowl I'll bowl the first ball. Right, please. So, why why am I wrong, or why why is it not 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 pleasant for me to see a former player of ours doing really well and give him some praise, give him some big praise? Actually, what's so bad about that? Absolutely nothing, in my view. But there's nothing in my view. There's nothing wrong with it if you want to. See a former Arsenal player doing well, and fair play to him. I'll admit, I'll be the first one to say it. I'll, I'd say the same. Yeah, well done. He's doing all right, isn't he? Mike, Mike a player that was doing all right, uh, no different than Maitland Niles is doing now. No different than um, some of the other youth players that are coming through um, in the squad in the Carling Cup League, in some of the 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 the, um, the lower teams uh sorry the, the, the lower sort of um valued uh games not necessarily in the premier league he did have a, a few games in the premier league but he then was fucked off out to wolves i uh, was a wolves or no it's west west, west brom, brom. Mm. west brom with pulis who's a prick uh, i nearly said the other word um that he's a prick and he has he hates arsenal and um he's a young black kid uh who's full of his own you know, self-importance, I'm sure, and thinks, you know, I'm way above West Brom. And plus, the feeling that Arsenal fans about West Brom, I would have been pretty fucked off. I was. It, it could be a few worse places to be le- uh, loaned out to, maybe Tottenham, you know. Um, but it, it, he wasn't given the full opportunity at Arsenal. People saw the talent, and people were fucking screaming about him, like they were about Maitland-Niles, like we are about Reese Nelson, like we are about... We look like we are about uh, just name half the half a dozen ones we're talking about now. We were doing the same four or five years ago about Gnabry, and when he left, we're going, "Oh, it's fucking, it's disgraceful," and he was let. Uh, the guy has gone into the German league and gone bang. Okay, um, let's 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 get some perspective here, right? Now, he was doing well, and to be fair to him. I don't blame him for cutting him running because you look at, you know, the the structure that we had at the time, it wasn't the best place for a lot of youngsters to thrive. Manny, can I, can, before you go for any further, can I just add my very final bit? Is he, uh, is his failure um, due to another Wenger failure, as people are saying? And carry on with everything else you're saying. Dude, I mean, look at... The proof is in the pudding, bro. Um, Oxlade Chamberlain, Joe Campbell, Walcott, Iwobi to some extent. All of those guys were heading down the same way. And, and they all play in, in similar positions. Let's, I'm not even talking about, you know, Bellerin and, and all of those other guys that were regressing. But Nabri, if you believe the reports, was offered a contract to extend, you know, at Arsenal. He refused it. That was his decision. He wanted to go back to Germany and and thrive there. And he wanted playing to time, though. He wanted yeah. to get a game, Manny. That was why he went. He wanted to play. No, that's 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 fair that enough. Was, that's fair I'm enough. Not, I don't but blame him for that. I don't blame him either. But here's here's the issue that I have is that whenever he scores a goal like he did, you know, for Germany, or whenever he performs well, you know, like he did against Liverpool, 
Arsenal fans all over the place are going crazy. Oh, why did we let him go? Oh, we need him back. He's the player that we've been missing. Listen, he's no, not an he, Arsenal player. He's not necessarily so, the Fergus, player stop. we've been missing. I, I... Stop. He's not an Arsenal player, right? He's a Bayern Munich player. He was an Arsenal player, what, three, four years ago? He's not an Arsenal player anymore. We have Arsenal players right now. We have Arsenal youngsters at the moment that people are abusing week in, week out. But then when one that's been gone for four or five years scores a goal, everyone goes online and starts wanking off to that goal. No, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, all right? <laughs> Support the youngsters that you have in no, the no, club no, no, no. now. I agree 100% with that point. Man, it's true though, the goal. isn't it? Man, have you seen the goal? I did see the goal. It was a great yeah. goal. But I'm not going to go on online and go, oh my God, we, should, we shouldn't have let him go, blah, blah, blah. Because he could have gone either way. Had we kept him, can we really say he would have been, he would have kicked on? The, but the, 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 defender, the, the, the defender that is going to pop quite likely be named the player of the year in the Premier League, the greatest league in the world, Van, Van what's his name, Van Dyke. Van der Dijk, yeah. Van der Dijk was left on his arse by Gnabry. It was a okay. cracking goal and I just felt the need to talk about it. I'm very sorry I've upset you, my friend Manny. I say with a slightly gritted teeth and a bit of a smile on my face because you know I love you. But... I have to praise the man for that goal. I would have praised any man for that goal, in all honesty. But it happened to be an ex-Arsenal player, you know. And, and, and no, Trev, you didn't, Tre- Trev, Trev, you didn't I, upset I, me. Trev, Trev wasn't the one who 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 got to me. It was, you know, the because I read a lot of articles, and that's my own downfall. But they make articles whenever you know an Arsenal player, an ex-Arsenal player, does this, and they you know they look for the reactions of Arsenal fans online and on on the forum as well. And, and everyone's going, oh, why did we leave him? Why didn't we leave him? Um, okay, we've got youngsters at a club right now who need your support, who need that sort of love, yet they're getting abused week in, week out. Like, show them that level of love. Forget Nabri. Nabri's gone. Focus on the players that you have now. No, you know I, I, mean? I, I agree with you 100% in the sense of supporting our youth players. Iwobi, we'll come to Iwobi, and we'll come to Sterling as well for England. But, mm-hmm. um, but... A Wobi gets slagged off, and we talked about it. Um, was it last week we talked about it? We talked about what people are mm. allegedly saying in, in, at him and stuff like that. And none of us have personally witnessed it because we, we wouldn't have tolerated it. But I, I don't think you understood what we were trying to say. We were, we were trying to say, like, you know, this is a good talent we let slip through our hands. Okay, and I'm saying he could have gone either way. You know, he could have gone and been and had a career like, you know, Chris Willock at Benfica. Are you hearing about Chris Willock? Are you hearing about his progress? No. He's gone completely under the radar. He's or, he's doing quite well, actually. I haven't heard anything from him. Or another one, uh, Marcus, I, I, Marcus I, I, McGrain I, from that went to Barcelona. You talk you talk about Willock. Um yeah, I yeah. was I I was in my local pub with um somebody I think he dabbles and listens every now and then to um, the podcast, but he's definitely on the forum. Um, and his son is very, very good friends with, not Joe, is it Paul Willock? I don't know. There's three brothers. There's Chris, oh, right. Joe and Paul. Um, In the one on United? Yeah, the one at United, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's on loan somewhere at the minute and everything else. And they're talking... And, and uh, it, honestly, they're doing fantastically. And the dad drills them. And it it, 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 it's, it was a very interesting... Con- I, I don't want to betray some confidence stuff and some stuff that's been said, but it was really interesting on, on the Willocks. And, and, and Chris is doing quite well out there. And he's, he's been... 
within the football community, he's been looked at uh, very highly, as is Joe and as is Paul. Um, some will get to certain levels, but you know, some won't. Uh, I sort of agree with what Manny was saying about the Arsenal fans as well. I think the problem is, is that media outlets and radio stations are what name names in certain things. Talk I'm, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure people can guess. Um, the problem is. A majority of Arsenal fans have made themselves easy targets to wind up and go absolutely mental on social media. And that's the issue. I'm not going to take the goal away from Nambry. I really act. It was a good goal. But when you get the media outlets saying, oh, why did Arsenal get rid of him, this, that and the other? And it's this is the problem that we've got is that that majority or minority of Arsenal fans that go absolutely crazy on social media because they're easy targets. Well, you know what, you're very right about like social media and um, particularly social media. And I think there's a lot of keyboard warriors and stuff like that with the genuine fans um, who support either from their, their sofa or go there or go to the local pub every week and watch it. There, there, there's, there's, there's various levels of, of, of supporting. But well, that's swap. why I said minority or majority of them yeah, that yeah, go yeah, on yeah. social Ab- media. Ab- and Ab- they just make themselves easy targets. And it doesn't help that there is other YouTube channels or even podcasts that make themselves easy targets. Well, listen, the one thing that Arsenal fans forum and uh, Guns and Yellow Ribbons don't try and do, we don't try and attract people on sensationalism. We want to be genuine fans having a discussion about our club that we like and I think that's why the likes of Trev who's an older not that much older than me but an older guy and we got old guys yeah no no but there's there's old guys there's young guys there's we got a mix of people around the world and we 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 have a chat and we talk about Arsenal and our love of Arsenal and our understanding and we've all got different levels of technicality and love and so on of it but we, we have a good chat about football you get onto some of the other platforms and you get fucking just stuff that's going to get clickbait uh, we, we get enough people listen to us and the people that listen to us we appreciate it and we love it you know um, if nobody listens we don't care we're still having a good chat on the subject of social media uh, Suarez. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed his little battle with the media. I think it's kind of cool when a player sort of bites back sometimes to criticism, you know, because it's for, for a while, you know, we, Arsenal in general, we get battered in the media and a lot of players and, and the club itself don't really say anything. So to have Suarez kind of have an, a, a dig back, I kind of like it, you know. I enjoyed it as well, actually. It's it's nice to see a little fight in someone as well. Yeah, man. I like it. I like all this nicey, you know, oh, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let my football do the talking now. Sometimes you have to bite back. Sometimes you have to let these journalists know that you see what they're saying. And then you can do your talking on the pitch, but also do some talking with your fingers and, and, and you know, your <laughs> mouth and things like that. I like it, man. That's, well, a, different, that's a different topic. Well, oh. this is going to be no fun, boys, because I agree as well. listen um the guys on social media the journalists just for clickbait will just look for an excuse the guys played 17 minutes for barcelona uh in the first half of the season and he's played i think 84 minutes for arsenal in about four or five uh substitution um 
appearances. He got his first night ninety minutes against Al Nassar. Um, you know, he, he apparent. I, I didn't watch the game, uh, um, and we'll we'll talk about that game next. But um, he hooked up quite well and seemed to have some synergy with with, with Ozil. Did any of you watch it? Please say somebody watched it. You're all going to say no. I caught the first half. Oh, I've, good. I caught um, some brief highlights. And... Yeah, I caught the first half, but because of the time it was on, uh, unfortunately I had to do the score run, so I couldn't get to the second half. I couldn't yeah, watch I was the stuck in the half. car. I, I, yeah, I tell you I what I did. I did. I, I did. It, yeah. Oh, you watched all of it? Oh, good. So what yeah, did you yeah. make of it? Um, it was, we treated it like a friendly while I want to say that was like their cup final. And it was amazing that there were more Arsenal fans in the building than actual Al Nasir fans. It was good. Um, they really came out and then, you know, pressed us and, and they made it tough. For them, it was a competitive game, like I was saying. And we were in first gear, if we can even say first gear. You know, we were really slow. And I think the weather played a part in it. It looked very stuffy and, and hot. And we had a... a like sort of mixed sort of lineup, you know, young players and experienced players. Yeah, the lineup, as well. the lineup looked quite good. I, yeah. I, I, I read. Um, we got a guy in Arsenal fans forum. He's also on Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Um, he calls himself David Roadcastle, um, out of respect for David Roadcastle. Um, but Tom, he listens. Hello, mate. Um, and he's a um, a blogger on Highbury Flyer who hopefully will be blogging on gunsandyellowribbons.com uh, soon as well. And I've just taken a couple of excerpts of his um, his uh, sy- synopsis of the game. And he said that they, they took the lead after, what, 14 minutes when Fernandez let a, some curler go. Uh, that sounds a bit funny, doesn't it? Um, uh, <laughs> from 15, 16 yards out. What happened with Leno? Did he get caught off his line or something, Manny? No. What happened is <laughs> I know happened. what's coming. <laughs> oh my god, this guy! Okay, Scunny, I know you. I know you're probably itching to come in on this, right? This oh, guy, oh, mate, don't even get me fucking started on this guy. I could this go on guy, forever. Honestly, but he's all right. No, what? he's not. Oh, come on, come on, Fergus. I, you he, know what the man is right, is. Th- Dave Tom, as his his name is Tom. Tom, you listen to this. Don't take personal, okay? They, oh, it's not personal against Tom. We're talking about this. Is, this is this is this is personal for me for this one fuckhead of a player who really <laughs> is starting to piss me right off. I love it. I love it. Well, I I have not got a clue what's going to come next. I'm going unmute. Off you go, boys. Right, Trev, you want to come in? Yeah, I would. I don't right. Let me finish this. Let me finish this before you boys jump all over me and batter me, yeah? <laughs> right. Now, Mustafi dived in there when he didn't need to really dive in. But Mustafi obviously thought that the bloke was going to shoot first time, yeah? So, and the bloke took a touch, made Mustafi look a clown, right? And, and, and then the bloke scores. But let me just reverse the situation, right? I'm not saying what Mustafi done was right, but reverse the situation that bloke does take a first time shot there and Mustafi has stood off him and that first time shot goes in the net we're all saying Mustafi what are you doing you should have been blocking that shot you know I'm not I'm not taking sides there. I'm just saying it how I saw it lads yeah over to you boys 
this this is the way I saw it. I saw a player who could who just cannot help himself, you know, in terms of of sliding in. He he's breath of confidence at the minute, and I think this game here was the opportunity for him to get some minutes and get some confidence back. And he had a young guy in, in Mavropanos next to him who hasn't really who hasn't played that much in the year that he's been with us. And you would have thought, you know what, Mustafi is is that guy who's who's going to try to guide him. Mustafi was all over the place. It wasn't just that that error. He was being bullied. He he just looked all over the place, you know. And he doesn't. He's not somebody who inspires confidence in the back line. That mistake. I know it's just a friendly. But he's done that in competitive games. He cannot play 90 minutes without making a mistake. I know you guys were talking about the the, the hen match, you know, in the, in the last podcast. And again, it was the same thing. You, I can't remember a, a 90 minute period where Mustafi was solid throughout the game. He always has to have one mistake, all the time. He, he's just he's terrible, Scunny. Scanny. Mike, you saying anything? You got nothing to say? Has Mustafi ruined you that much? It's pissed me off. Uh, it's just that it's just <laughs> them stupid things like Manny was saying. With it's like one mistake. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from, Trev. Yeah, if he didn't slide in, he, he could have got a block in if he did it first time round. I get it. But at the end, I just I honestly don't think. I mean, who was behind him? I think was it Ma- Mavropanos was behind him. Mm. So it was covered for the first shot anyway, but. Mustafi being Mustafi, he like he thinks he's in a fucking bobsled team. I swear to God, what the f- why slide around? There's no Manny, need to Man, do it. Man, Manny shared a post on Arsenal <laughs> fans forum. <laughs> oh from, God, yeah, from, from the Daily Mirror. Apparently, every publication, by the way, in, uh, and Max, this is aimed at you as well, plus many others. Um, every publication I bought a, 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 a um a story up on either Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Arsenal Fans Forum. It's a fucking rag. It's a fucking story. It was the, Ignor- the, the best one for me. I'm sorry, but the best thing for me was the main headline. He is like Vidic in his prime. Get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> but, but, He's never but, been Vidic I, I, in his prime. He hasn't been Vidic in his fucking I, I, old age. I, everything I post is... Arsenal related and to start a debate and a conversation so you guys get to know each other. If there's something that's going to be controversial and make people fight and argue among themselves, it doesn't go up. But I, anyway, I don't think this one was making people fight amongst themselves. No, I it, think wasn't, everyone it, it, was wasn't, it wasn't. It's, it's just, laughing it's just at the, it. It's just the dig at, like, you know, every time I post something, it's the sun, it's the stars, the mirror. Oh yeah, they're all they're all shit fucking rags. Yeah, 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 guys, can, yeah, do you mind if I read an extract from this? From oh the come article? on, please. Come on, go so, on. <laughs> I know which one's coming up. This is fucking brilliant. No, no, no. I was just scrolling down, right, and this one stood out to me. <clears throat> if Mustafi can stay injury free, then Arsenal will have a real asset in their attempt to end years of relative success and distinct underachievement. They have persistently looked vulnerable at the back, especially in away games, and particularly when they are under pressure. Mustafi could be the answer to that dilemma. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, 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 and Manny, Manny Yo. eight games in, I saw him shouting. His, and, and I think we had the podcast running then. Um, I spoke, uh, yeah, I'm sure I spoke to Mike, and I went, I love him. He actually is talking because Per and Koscielny never talk to each other. They're very, very quiet defenders. They do what they do and get up, get 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 about what they're doing. 
but he was screaming and giving some orders, and I thought that was really good. But yeah, he's a shower of shit. Listen, um, <laughs> wait, wait, boys, before we move on, and I forget, right? Because my memory's not good. Manny, where did that quote come from, mate? Did you say what publication? It, it's on. It's on Arsenal fans form. It's from the Daily Mirror from twenty sixteen. From the Mirror, yeah, yeah. yeah. Daily so Mirror. When he signs, um, people get paid for writing that crap. Exactly. People this is get paid for writing journalists. that crap. Yeah, oh, man, we Jesus. know, we know. But I, I, I think I'm laughing more at the uh, the article uh, rather than comparing it to uh, to Mustafi. Especially when they said he's like Nivan <laughs> Vidic in his prime. <laughs> so, lads, things were levelled up just before half-time. Impressive Suarez provided the sweetest of passes to Carl, my hero, Jenkinson, um, who had two bites of the cherry. And fair play to the guy. You know, he, he I think he smashed the bar the first time, but he made sure of it and followed it up. And, uh, you know, we went in at 1-1. Uh, we didn't look the best, apparently, in the first half, and I'm sure you guys will correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're but, right. We looked terrible. No, you, you aren't. You're not wrong. Okay. After 51 minutes, Arsenal went ahead with um, Maitland-Niles pushing a ball, ball to Ozil, uh, who provides a stunning uh, flick into the path of uh, Lacazette, who does what he does. And Lacazette, you know... He always looks fucking miserable, but he's he's class, isn't he? I, I think he, he's got that sort of, yeah, I'm never going to smile because I don't need to smile because I'm the bollocks look. Do you think? Uh, no, I think that's just, that's just him, really. Just you know, I, think, I, just, I think he's he's just a moody individual when he's on the pitch. You know, but once once things go for him, you know, you can it, it kind of comes out. But I think that's just, he plays with an edge to him. And I think that's just his personality on the pitch, but... Nah, as long as he keeps banging them in, I don't care how he looks because he was getting frustrated, especially in the first half because he wasn't getting any service. But as soon as that goal went in, all of a sudden his face lit up, you know. So, yeah, I think it's just him, you know. He was replaced uh, in a triple change. Uh, was it Olajenka? Olajenka. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, Ossie Tutu and John Jules came on uh, for Lacazette, Ozil and Gilmore. Um, which actually paid off because six minutes later, um, uh, John Jules actually um, he, he 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 scored a goal. So you know, uh, and we conceded a, a needless penalty um, on the 89th minute. And I, I don't know how was Czech. Was it down low to his right or something like that? I don't know. I didn't. I turned off the game at that point. No, I think no, it I was to Czech's left. I think it was to Czech's left, and Czech went right. Just, just going back to Lacazette for a second, boys. He's yeah, yeah, one of yeah, definitely. of all the players that that have improved this season, and I think that they all have. In all honesty, Lacazette has pleased me greatly, especially over the last few weeks when he struggled to get a goal. He struggled to find a goal, but he's not disappeared. He's not gone and hidden. You know, he's just upped his work rate and upped his work rate, and and I'm really pleased with that boy. We've got a right player on our hands there. We have got a player there in Lacazette. Mm. Definitely, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 but do we need to replace Abamyang? Because okay, yeah, he's the fastest player to get to twenty-one goals since um, Thierry Henry, but he could have got to fifty-one goals if he'd taken all his opportunities. Tell me about it. That's a, that. That's another debate. Listen, what we are going to talk about briefly is um, the Arsenal women's team, and they've done fantastic. The Arsenal women um, won 5-1 away at Liverpool. 
Uh, Arsenal went back to the top of the WSL with a convincing 5-1 win over Liverpool on Sunday. Beth uh, Med scored two. Kim Litton. Kim. Oh, the, this cold is fucking killing me. Oh, Kim, yeah. It's not blame the it on the cold. Blame it on the cold. This is you every week. Okay, don't blame the cold. <laughs> Listen, the word little is normally quite easy for me to say. So, Kim Little, Dominique Bloodworth, and Vivian Medina, her 20th goal of the season, um, scored, uh, they all scored at um, Tranmere's Prenton Park. Um, this put the side one point above Arsenal, uh, 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 sorry, Arsenal are one point ahead of Man City with a game in hand. One more win guarantees the Arsenal women's team Champions League qualification. Uh, three more points gives them the title. And we've got four matches remaining with a game in hand. There has been some fixture changes. Uh, the WSL has decided um, to change the fixtures round. And um, we are playing Man City on the same day as the last game of um, the Premier League, which for the WSL, if you're trying to get people to watch it and trying to get cross population across the kids, because they are they're trying to appeal to the kids more and stuff, but trying to get some of the guys watching more, and there are more guys watching. I know Dan Harvey does. Um, um, uh, Lewis White does. There's, there's quite a few of us. I, I dabble in here and there, but putting it up against the last game of the Premier League, when you're going to have whoever the relegation battle, and you got like all games on. What a fucking stupid thing to do. Why either do it at twelve thirty, so it's the build up, or do it the day before. But you know, it could be a straight shootout between Arsenal. Uh, women and Man City women uh, to win the title. I think we're going to win it. Um, Arsenal's next game is against Birmingham City on Sunday the 31st of March, Mother's Day. Uh, it will take at Sully, uh, take place at Solihull Moors. Um, Moors? Moors? Um, at 12.30 um, UK time, uh, but that will be summertime because the clocks have gone forward, so remember that, people. Uh, but you can watch it if you want to on the BBC iPlayer. So have a look at that. Um, Gooner debate time, I suppose, now. Uh, what we got? We got director of football. Monchi. What a fucking farce. Overmar. It's a joke. It, it is. It's turning into a proper joke, this has. Hmm. I mean, well, I guess, you know, they, they couldn't have anticipated Monchi, you know, making a U-turn. Um, to be honest with you, if, you, if I'm going to give my two cents on that, I think he's a bit of a pussy, to be honest with you. you you've got a new challenge or you've got the comfort of going back to Sevilla and he's gone for comfort. So, yeah, good luck to you over there. Has um, has, has he gone for comfort? Or of has course he, he has. I, I'm sure he said talks with Arsenal. Or, he did. And apparently, and, and, and apparently we were, you know, the club were looking at apartments for him. You know, they thought that it was a done deal. You know, but I think Sevilla offered him more power, you know, and obviously he's been there before. So, of course, he's going to go back there. A director so, of football is a director of football. They've got the power they got. They're higher and fire, basically. And and, and this, they, they talent scout. So, the only thing that can be different between Sevilla and between Arsenal is how much 
bang for buck they're going to get in the league they're in so Sevilla are at whatever level they are at I, I don't know very very little about um, Spanish football but say they're uh, I'm not I'm not going to embarrass myself by saying what level in the, the, they are but they're, they're at this sort of level of where they can buy and where they can shop uh, so they're at I don't know, Tesco's and we're at Waitrose because we're a Premier League team and, and so on. But we want to shop at Aldi. And he's gone, no, I ain't fucking shopping at Aldi. I'll I'll, I'll shop at Waitrose. Mm. No, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I mean, he's been there before, you know, and it's, I guess, to an extent, it's understandable wanting to go back to, you know, somewhere where you're familiar with. But me personally, I would have thought, damn, the challenge of, you know, working in England with Una Emery again, that, that all of that would have been more appealing. You're in the Premier League. Um, you know, it's a it's a bigger and better project. Oh, I'm going to go here and check it out. But no, he pussied out and went back. And what, to what, what about Obermaier? Uh, to be honest, I don't think we ever had a an offer made for him, to be honest. I think that was just all paper talk. A lot of it um, come from him, though, didn't it? Did it? Yeah, he was. Uh, wasn't he saying that he'd love to come back and do this and do that and do the other? And then uh, next thing you know, he signs a new deal with Ajax. Yeah, a bit sweet, isn't it? I think I haven't forgiven him for the way he left us. So, hmm. well, Trev? that's it. Trev, yes, mate. There's talk of they're trying to get uh, Morrow, an Irishman. So it's obviously a uh, ticker box for me. Um, I, as you know or will know, uh, I got into the Arsenal a bit later. So I I vaguely remember the Tony Adams slam <laughs> and, and, and doing his arm in against, was it Everton in the FA Cup final or League no, Cup final? It was, it was Sheffield Wednesday, I believe, in the League okay. Cup final. And, 87 uh, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Morrow scored the winning yeah. goal, I believe. And he, God, he put me on the spot here, Fergus. Tony Adams and picked him up. Tony and... Adams lifted him up on his shoulders and promptly dropped him and broke his arm. Which uh, Morrow would, uh, was in and out of the side. He, he was like on a, the fringe of it. But what it did do, it probably cost uh, Morrow another Wembley appearance because a few weeks later, we played the same side, Sheffield Wednesday, in the FA Cup final as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah. R- uh... Rumour is... He's been strongly linked with taking that position of director of football or technical director. Uh, what would you, what would you think of it? Do you, if anything, or do you know anything? Well, do you know what, mate? I, I, I've been listening to you boys talking about a director of football, technical director, and I, this sounds awful to say, but I don't take a lot of notice of it because I, I, they have a massive input into a club, obviously. But I don't necessarily agree what that they that they really have should have a role within a club. I, I'm more of a man that we've got Emery, we've got Emery's team. Emery has that team around him, and they should know who they want. They they know the way they coach. They know the way they play. Well, one of the things we got on the agenda is uh, manager versus coaching, and we'll talk that about in a second. Basically, after this one, but um, Emery is the head coach. Um, they've got the head of football relations technical director whatever but they're the people who go out and scout Emery's job is to look after the team and build the team and he is building um, 
uh, like the, the the camaraderie among the team, the the technical stuff of them trying to win a fucking game and stuff. But it's saying I need this player, I need that player, and letting somebody else deal with that. Like Wenger controlled absolutely everything. Which do you, did you prefer? Did you prefer having? say a Wenger style where he almost controlled everything or would you prefer the new more modern version of a coach coaches and other people he says what he needs and other people go and do it yeah 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 you've you've sort of changed it around a little bit for me there you know no I I didn't agree with Wenger one man having all the power I I I thought at the end it showed that it didn't work um as long as Emery is actually saying, look, I want that player. I want that style of player. Go and find me that. But please, before we buy him, tell me who it is and let me have the final say. That's fine. That leaves Emery to do the coaching and think about who he wants. But at the end of the day, I still think that if a, if a player is going to come into a coaching system, the coach should have the final say. I think the coach on the pitch definitely should have the final say. But behind the scenes... It's no different than a manager on the on the floor of a, a shop will tell people what their jobs are and what they should do, and if they've got a problem, they talk to the manager. Um, but you know, further up, the CEO decides on what the strategy and stuff is for the business. Um, what else have we got on the list, boys? We have got. Um, do we do? We got two choices: April fixtures are uh, England. England, there's two issues on the England one. It was um, the racism at, uh, was it Montenegro, I think? I, I was watching the Ireland game last night. Um, or do we look at England and Declan Rice with his tweet up the Ra? And if anybody doesn't know, the Ra is slang for the IRA. Who wants to go with, what What do you want to go with? And, and they are brief. We're on 49 minutes. So, like you know, we, we try and keep to an Wait. hour. Hold on, before we move on, before we make that pick, can you say racism again? Racism. <laughs> Why? That just sounded funny to me. Um, yeah, I'll leave it up to the floor. Wherever you now you started speaking, it's up to you now. Um, I don't really know much about about the IRA, and I don't I don't understand why that was such a big deal. Yeah, uh, um, D- Damien Rice was. F- 15, 16, playing for the Irish youth team. He's played... Sorry, Declan, yeah, correct. Sorry. Um, Declan Rice was uh, playing for the Irish youth team. Um, Big prospect. uh, Broke into the West Ham uh, first team. Scored a goal against Arsenal when we were there. Um, Good player, really good player. Um, He's English, born in England, but of Irish heritage. But while he was playing with him, he gets into the Irish banter and stuff. And... It's probably no different than you could bring it into some like casual racism as well to a certain degree. The way people come along and say things that they think is just banter and it's actually inappropriate sort of stuff. And uh, I think he was 15 or 16 at the time and they'd won a game and England were going to be the next uh, team they were going to play. And he went up the Ra, and the Ra is slang for the IRA. And the IRA, whatever all that's about, it was, it was like a... Uh, let's not even go in there but 
um, he said, bring on England next. So it was just a bit more, no different than we'd come along and would probably say about like fucking Tottenham or, and we might say people used a Y word and, and that sort of stuff. That's how I perceived it. But he got blown out of proportion. The guy's getting fucking slagged off big time by Irish um, uh, Republic of Ireland fans and also people starting to use that particular phrase against him okay so well, i've got a question um any anyone can can answer it right what's the difference between that tweet from declan rice and james mclean refusing to wear a poppy yeah 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 uh, manny manny you're spot on you're spot on firstly just just before we, we get on to what manny said there just our old was Declan Rice when he when he tweeted that 15 15 16 15, years of 16. age name me one person on this planet that didn't say or do something utterly stupid when it, they were 15 just look back at Manny's before. Facebook profile fucking 5 years ago <laughs> 2 years Jesus. ago 18 months ago Jesus right mate I'm still saying stuff yeah. now that are going to come back to bite me in about 5 years time <laughs> so, there you go and, well th- and said, that, that well that's said. my that's my forgiveness for Declan Rice yeah. And Trevor, if you don't mind, can I answer the Declan McLean thing? Are you they can, the, uh, yeah, yeah. the McLean thing? Yeah. I um, might jump on it because oh, I'm quite passionate about oh, it. Oh, go uh, for it, absolutely. Um, me, um, my, my opinion, fuck me, this is getting very, we're getting very deep and political these days. Um, my opinion is like when in Rome, do what the Romans do. I live in England. I've lived here for just over 30 years. Um, I pay taxes here. I live and, and, and breathe by the laws and the rules of whatever the government and the Queen do. If I don't like it, fuck off. Yeah, that's my opinion. Declan McLean um, refusing to wear a poppy and then wanting to James. wear a lily and east, uh, wanting to wear a, a lily and Easter and stuff like that. Um, the lily has got a completely different connotation, goes back to the Ra and stuff like that. But the poppy, the poppy for me. Um, as an Irishman and understanding where McLean comes from and understanding the whole history, not a hundred percent, but living some of it. Um, the poppy for me is respect for men, women and, and, and innocent people uh, on both sides. And I, I actually converted over to Germans, Polish people, people in the war. It's recognition of people who sacrificed their lives and their limbs and their bits and pieces um, for, for, for us. And if the guy doesn't want to wear it, don't wear it, but don't make a fucking big deal of it. Keep your mouth fucking shut and just get on with it. But don't... don't no, Fergus. I, the, the media blew that up a lot more than they needed to. You know, because obviously he didn't do it, and and we know this is a a great sign of respect in this country. So the fact that somebody didn't do it, or he was everywhere, you know, obviously he didn't help himself. But the media really made it a bigger deal, you know. So swings and roundabouts, I guess. You see, the the thing is, right though. I mean, I I look at that poppy. I don't look at it as as I don't remember a war. I don't remember who was right and who was wrong. Right. I wear a poppy in November, just just as an appreciation of those people that gave their lives for whatever reason. Exactly. Whatever side they're on, yeah. Lots of people died. That all wars are avoidable. 
every single war is avoidable, right? And I, Trev, I just wear Trev, my poppy. Trev, uh, 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 just pause for a second. My granddad uh, uh, joined the British Irish were neutral and everything else. He joined the British Army and he was in World War Two. Um, stretcher bearer or something like that. I, I, because he was um, a mental health nurse, I think many years ago. I don't know the whole story, and my uh, family, it's it, it's all got a bit lost. But I used to go to my grand's house, and I used to see his helmet hung up in the kitchen in her little kitchen, and he could have been killed. You know, anybody can be killed. It doesn't matter who you. It, it, for me, I think what you were getting to, it was just a symbolism of respect and remembrance of people who died that's the thing yeah. it is it's a sign of respect for the fall and it's not a, it's not a sign for politic politics or anything like that it, it's nothing to do with that it's a sign of respect for the fall and and that, that's it well yeah. Mike, mean, when, when, Mike, when Mike, Mike, you you'll know more than me. anybody else sorry sorry trev again okay. um mike you'll know more than anybody else you you served haven't you yes and you've seen and you know so you can talk as much as you want or not as much as you want, but like you know, you understand what it's about. And the way I see it, the way I see it is, if you don't want to wear one, don't wear one. He hadn't made it. He hadn't made a. Yeah, I agree with Manny. The media do take things way out of proportion, and yes, he didn't help himself in the same matter. At the end of the day, I, I wear one as a sign for respect. It's a, it, that's the only reason why I do it. It's a sign of respect for the people that fall and the people that I know. So at the end of the day, that's the way I see it. Just don't make it, You don't need to make a big deal out of it because you don't. It's it, it's just unfortunate that the British media like to do make things a big deal when it comes to stuff like this. Um, exactly. But it's not it's not just a sign of respect from the people in this country either. And this is what people tend to get mixed up with it's a sign of respect to everyone that is served for you know i mean during these times it it, you know it's without going too far into it for instance you got to look at you got to look at the different ethnicities that serve within the british army and i'm I'm talking jamaicans this is this is it it's not it's not just for yeah exactly it's not just for british people and whatever else it's for everyone so that's that's the thing that boils my piss about it with some people. You know, I mean, I've it's not McLean who he hadn't pissed me off. At the end of the day, he could have he's made a rod for his own back. In fairness, he he shouldn't have responded the way he responded. But that's that's his that was his choice. You got you're going to get backlash if you're going to be a dickhead. You're going to get backlash. Mm, true, Trev. You, you, do you want to finish up on on this topic and we will do the last bit? Yeah, it's it's from my perspective, it's really simple to put to put it out there. You know, when someone sells you a poppy, they don't say it's to celebrate a win. They don't say it's just because they lost or all they say is we remember. That's all we're doing. That's all I do when I wear a poppy. I remember all those poor people, right? They've passed away in these needless wars. In these needless wars. Don't start me off on wars because that's a whole new debate. But, yeah. Do you want to get even more wound up? Wait a minute! Don't move on from McLean for a minute, because I well, what I found okay, good. even even more interesting about McLean was he's given Rice a lot of hassle for changing from Ireland to England, but McLean's done it himself. McLean played seven times for Northern Ireland at junior level, 
and then change his allegiance to the Republic. You might know more about what problems that could have, Fergus, you know, with your heritage, I don't know, but it seems a bit strange to me, a bit of pot kettle there no, for me. No, normally, if somebody plays for Northern Ireland, uh, uh, it seems ridiculous, because in rugby, as you know, it, it's a united Ireland, and it, and it doesn't matter what your religion is or anything like that. Um, but in uh, football, um, like soccer, football, whatever you want to call it, um, generally speaking if you play for northern ireland you're non-catholic you're a protestant or church of england or whatever church of ireland um and if you play for uh the republic of ireland it used to be more catholic but republic ireland is much more uh inclusive and stuff now i i listen as i said i'm 30 31 years over here so I don't know all the politi- politics and shit about it. I just think my my, my opinion on McLean, um, not known a huge amount about it, but my opinion on briefly known about it is I just think he's dealt with it really bad. Uh, it's 20, 2010, 2019, whenever it is, because he's been, he's been doing this over a few years, refusing to wear a poppy is disrespectful. Um if you don't want to wear a poppy that's fine just say boss do us a favor you know i i, I don't uh, i'm injured fake an injury the, the players have done loads of things he was at west brom i think at the time uh under pulis and he everybody lined up with poppies on the chest bar him and that's been a recent thing that poppies have been uh worn on football shirts um but for him to move from northern ireland to the southern yeah, it just it all it just all stinks of eat. I'm saying nothing. Hmm. Oh, this is heavy, boys. Fucking hell! Uh, and you know what's even worse? We've got no three o'clock kickoffs in April. Fucking mm. joke, isn't it? It's We've got no Saturday kickoffs at all. No, have we? No. no. We play Newcastle on Monday, so we got no football this weekend. Uh, Everton away on Sunday. Uh, Napoli, obviously, on Thursday. Watford uh, on a Monday again. That's away. Um, uh, Napoli again on on the following Thursday. Uh, Palace on a Sunday at 4 o'clock. Wolves midweek making up for the the, the missed game. And then another... we got three Monday night football games. Fortunately enough, two of them, for me, are away. But, like, what about the the lads that, that go away? That's... What about Newcastle guys who are coming down? We touched on this on the last podcast. Fucking Monday night, 8 o'clock, coming all the way from Newcastle. It's a long trip. Good luck to him, man. Good luck to him. Honestly, it's a joke, man. I hope to go back miserable, but... Hopefully, you know, I mean... It's just I feel sorry for them, you know, because these, you know, these TV companies, they don't give a shit about the fans, man. You know, as long as they give, you know, their money's worth and whatnot, the fans... They're, they're not even on their radar. You no. know what I mean? So I feel sorry for them. I wouldn't be surprised if their end is, you know, is quite empty. But then again, these Geordies are passionate. They and they're playing well they, they, well. they will They will have probably 1,500 come down, which is, yeah, you get 1,250 as the minimum. Um, they'll fill that and probably another section as well. Boys, they'll they'll, they'll fill their, because those Geordie boys, they'll fill their end. But man, yeah. man is a right, man is right. There's not like, I could understand it if 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 it was a bit of TV, we had to give and take a bit, you know. 
But there's absolutely zero fucks given about fans by TV companies. Zero. And that's not any zero. That's a big, fat zero. They don't you go back a few years fans. ago with the Leicester game, which was moved with like less than three weeks' notice, and they've actually put a, uh, a rule in now that you've got to give three weeks' notice. But like you guys, when you've gone out to various places around Europe, you've done, you know, fly to Amsterdam, fly to this, that, and the other to get it cheap because otherwise it's a fucking fortune. So, but the Newcastle game, um, TV moved it to Monday night. Um, Europa League to a certain degree, um, but no Torreira for that game. Yeah, don't he's suspended it. for the next two, isn't he? No, that's his last one, I believe. No, he only missed United, remember? Oh, cool. Yeah, it was the Tottenham game he got sent off on, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's missing. Newcastle so he's missing and that and Everton, and Everton away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What's what? What's Newcastle's main threat? Rondon, uh, Perez, Almiron, who's just come you know from the mls but he's already creating chance after chance uh, they've got some weapons we need to be on the ball with them otherwise it could be a shock a potential banana skin and that would be a huge shock considering our home form so we need to be mindful of that we have to take them seriously i'm seeing so many fans saying oh we've got the easier running the easier running when you really sit down and look at it it's not our running is just as tough as everybody else's we got you know? we, we got like our last game burnley away they could be battling just to get one point to, Mate, to not get rough. relegated. Just look at just look at how close some of the games are. Watford away on the Monday, and then Napoli away. You know, three days later, and then Palace at home. I mean, these boys. I'm I'm so happy that a lot of them got like two two and a half three weeks off. You know, to recharge because they're gonna need it. They really are. Yeah, them games do come quick. They come very quick. We got but I think it, is it three or four games. And we've only got like three days between each game. Bang, 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 bang. You know? Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll beat Newcastle Monday, lads. We'll beat Newcastle. I'm confident. The old man is confident. Speaking about beating teams, Fergus, I'm disappointed in you, mate. What, <laughs> happened, to, what happened to the Prediction League? All right? The Prediction League all of a sudden has gone, has gone missing from the last game, from well, which was the Europa League game. No prediction, Egan. I'm kind of disappointed. Would it be, yeah, be so. because you were whipping his ass money? No, actually, he took he took the lead. All right, but I'm catching up again. All right, and I'm disappointed that he didn't bring it up. See, this is this, this is Fergus. Right, this is what he does when he's winning. Oh, he gloats. He <laughs> fucking gloats. But when he's under pressure, oh, he miraculously forgets. Nah, man. I'm not happy about that. <laughs> didn't he try to screw you over as well, Scanny? Yeah, he tried to take a point off me, didn't he? See what I mean? <laughs> well, prediction league. He didn't want the mics catching up, did he? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, we have to hold you to account. What happened to the prediction league, mate? The prediction league is coming. That's that's the next one on the list. No, no, no. So, what was the result against Rennes? It was 2 0. It was 3 0. It was 3 0. 3 0. Ah. Okay, I'll update it. I'm, I'm, I'm literally updating it right now. That's what I was doing in the background while you two were just like twittering on. Oh, yeah, so, of course. <laughs> so I got a point. Uh, we all got a point, actually. No, we, we didn't. Predicted... Mm-mm. No, no, yeah. no. Say that again. No, no, no. We all got a point. Apart Three from yours nil. truly. Thank you. 
I'm coming back. You fucker. I'm, really, I'm coming back. <laughs> you there <fucker>. you go. <laughs> he tried to scam you there, didn't he? 39 points. 35 points for the mics. 38 <laughs> points for the smug people. I'm coming for you. I'm 35. Um, but let me just point out, I am still ahead. I'm coming for you, bro. You're yeah, under yeah, pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, I, 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 I was behind for quite a while by about three or four points. I'm still ahead. <coughs> Predictions. Yeah, that, cough is, that cough is that punishment. Predi- <laughs> That's the punishment. <laughs> That's karma. I, That's karma mean, right there. It means we need to wrap this up because I need more of Glenn Fiddick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can we have predictions for the Newcastle game Monday night? Who's going first? Go on, smug person. I've, I know you want to say that word so much. <laughs> <laughs> He's desperate to say that word. <laughs> Isn't he just? Desperate. Oh, I'm so, so close. I mean, so close. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going. I'm going with three-one. Three-one uh, to Newcastle. Yeah. Three one to us, man. Three one to what the. What are you talking about? Three one. Oh, <laughs> be... I didn't know he was Jamaican. I sound like your mum now. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I didn't know he was no, Jamaican. <laughs> that that was that was more on the African side of my dodgy no, accent. It wasn't man. at all. No, it wasn't. <laughs> right, okay. right, Mike, shut up. What it was a mixture of Jamaican and the Indian, wasn't it? <laughs> Oh my okay. god! Just move on, move on, move on, move on. Mike, prediction, come on. Three-one uh, to the Arsenal. Uh, no, sorry, I was going to say three-nil. I apologise. It's because I got Manny scoring me it. Uh, Trevor, on behalf of the guests. Yeah, I'm going to go four-nil, boys. I think we're going to come back refreshed, buzzing, ready to go. I do worry about four-nil because there was a time a few years ago when we were four-nil up on Newcastle, mm-mm, mm-mm. and my son Bradley being the idiot mm. he is, was posting it all over Facebook. Five minutes later, it's four off. Oh, my God. Hey, but- we're, we were we're four nil at halftime. That, that was the same day. Uh, was it that day? No, it's a different day. There was a day I was going to Ireland to watch Ireland-England in the rugby. I'm sitting here in my Ireland rugby top at the minute, actually. And um, Ireland-England, Ireland got beaten in Dublin by England. Um, I think, yeah, Ar- uh, Arsenal got smashed by... Liverpool, uh, it was just like one of those days, and it was my birthday. So hey, uh, my birthday is always good. My my prediction, my di- prediction is two nil. So um, I think that's everything covered. We've overran again, boys. We've overran. I think the um, I think that the poppy conversation really got you amped up, like you know. But. It's a, I, good, it's I, a I, different conversation, for sure. I didn't even get Raheem Sterling. I, I thought fucking brilliant oh, on him. Mate. Listen, the thing with, with Sterling is this, and it's, and it's something that I've said before. Um, the powers that be do not understand, and they do not care how it feels for somebody to, to, to racially abuse you. And until you have people in place that actually understand what it feels like, like, you you know, the John Barnes and the Ian Wrights and those sort of people. Oh, be, until be, be, a, be a Fergus sitting on a tube on the Jubilee line with some fucking guy with 24-holer um, Doc Martens and a mohawk and sniffing on glue <laughs> and going, have you, got any, have you got any money, mate? And he gone, no. And I'm sitting there in a suit with a briefcase because it was the, the 90s. 
And they they come along and go, oh, you, and I am going to use the word, oh, you Irish cunt, what's that in there? A bum, and then kicks the shit out of you. I know what it feels like, mate. Mate, what it's... See, having some having someone like you who can actually go, you know what, I've been on the on the receiving end and you know how it feels and you can actually, you know, give your own testimony of it. There are the powers that be uh, at UEFA, at the FA, have no clue how it feels. They give these little fines like that's going to do anything. Now, until you start hitting these club and countries or whatever, where it really hurts, where it's really going to hurt the fans, where they're really going to start understanding, you know, what it means to, to racially abuse a player. You know, just for existing, nothing else. You don't know him personally, just for existing and just for playing his football, just because he looks different. Imagine Manny, that. Manny, the only thing is all the fines, all the media, all, it ain't going to make a difference. It's down. Nope. Uh, I, I, I don't ever see it changing. It's a cultural thing, you know. And, it, 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 and because, I think our culture is getting better, but it, there's always going to be those people. There's always going to be that bad egg. Like I said, it's a cultural thing because no kid is, is born racist. That's something that you're you're taught at home and you carry it with you because what you're taught and, and, at home is law. You talk you about take kids. it with you. You talk about kids and one of the final points on this one, you talk about kids. Raheem Sterling, and I heard some other people talking on TalkSport and Five Live and some podcasts I've been listening to over the last few days. Um, Raheem Sterling said the thing that made him get so upset was it was some dad who said to his little boy, like me saying to Joseph um, at Trev, God, go on, tell him, tell him, make the noise or do whatever shit he's going to do. Listen, oh. I'm all for bants. And, 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 and I, I, you know, we say inappropriate things among ourselves, but when it gets to that level, fuck you. That's disgusting. And nice, isn't it but... crazy that it's a, it's a 24, 25-year-old footballer that's taking the fight to these races and the powers but that it, be it, it was it, it was the Chelsea player what's his name that that got the he got monkey Hudson chance yeah, yeah he got monkey chance by the kid and the dad encouraged him to do it Jesus Christ it's disgusting it's boys see I, 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 being that we keep going on about how much older I am but it's relevant sometimes mm. growing I grew up in you in grew up with London. it we talked about it before about I, like Denton and stuff yeah look mate I, I grew up and, and I listened to you mentioned John Barnes just now, Manny, right? Mm. And I've been on the terraces when Watford have played, played, right? And John Barnes, oh, some of the stuff that poor man took was, was, was awful. And the black players in them days, and and it's we're nowhere near perfect, but it has improved. And fingers crossed, these Eastern European countries where it seems to be rife at the moment more than anywhere else. Hopefully, not Italy, not France, not Spain. Hmm. Uh, but it's, yeah, but you, what you've got to look at is you've got to look at the, the populations of these countries. Not Stamford Bridge. Not hmm. not. Well, yeah, but it's minorities, Fergus. It Thanks is minorities, minorities, but mate, uh, that's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. No, but but it's better. It's better to have a minority than a majority. And now, no, no. now what you do is you get rid of the minority. You see, we have a we have a great ethnic pop. This country, we led the way forever. United Kingdom, Great Britain. That's why we're called great, right? We led the way. We we, we were the first country really to have start this multicultural population when the West Indian Pro- people prob- came probably, over. You know? probably Trevor, probably because uh, the United Kingdom or the British Empire controlled and ruled most of them for that many number of years. But that's getting into another level. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you understand what I mean? So, uh, yes. 
Britain is, uh, uh, listen, it's my second home. It's, it is my home. Yeah, my, my, my mother country is Ireland, my home, and I, I, I feel as home in Britain as I do in Ireland. Well, actually, I feel more at home in Britain than I do in Ireland. Um, and I love the country, and I'll do anything for the country. Um, but, uh, you know, they're paying the price for some of, some, some of their forefathers, and part of the issue as well is that they're actually overpaying some of it back as well. And being over-apologetic causes issues among people who are less educated and they get... And, ah, I'll stop. I'll say this, gentlemen. We, in this country... Fucking this hell. Country, Fucking hell. Where are we going? I don't know, man. <laughs> this country, I'll, I'll say this, right? And we can wrap it up. This country is a glass house. So before we start looking at, you know, the, the Eastern European countries, look in-house, you know, because the, the racism in the terraces, it may have been under the radar for a long time, but it's creeping right back up. So we're in a glass house. So before looking at Montenegro, before looking at Ukraine and all those places, are we really any better? Current, current political situations are just adding to the fuel. Fuck me. This is a football podcast. Let's get the fuck out of here. For Arsenal fans. Boys, listen. Um, You know what? As much as this got deep and and, and meaningful, you know what? It's really good that we got um, four different guys from four different backgrounds, four different age groups. Yeah, Trev, I am younger than you. Um, (laughs) um, Just. Yeah, just. So smug. (laughs) You're older than me, though, Fergus. Yes, I am. And everybody's older than Manny who can't handle his drink and gets a hangover. Um, Yeah, okay. (laughs) But listen, it's good that we can sit here and chat and have a sensible conversation, not rip each other's other's heads off, but but one common thing that we enjoy. We, we, We love the Arsenal, but it's just general football, sport, and company. So, you know... On that basis, boys, thank you very, very much. Um, hope everybody hasn't killed themselves or uh, whatever. But uh, all together now, up the arse. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons. And remember to rate and review us too.